0: Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey guys, welcome to the native voyage of the Blind Justice. Uh, I guess it's the maiden voyage of the Blind Justice podcast. I'm a personal injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo, and. Probably a lot of the people listening here are already pretty familiar with me. You know, if not, you can, you know, learn more about me on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in my name, Scott DeSalvo, or you can always call my office for a free consultation. Uh, You know, the people who are familiar with me probably have a pretty good idea of who I am and what I'm all about. I'm one of these lawyers who really likes people who have questions about injury law to have information about them. Uh, Dirty little secret a lot of the law is not that complicated. Uh, I use an analogy all the time. Probably drives more sophisticated lawyers crazy, but a lot of times when you're handling a a personal injury case, it's sort of like selling a used car. Uh, You know, people bring a case to me, and it's my job to polish and shine and clean the case up, organize it, and do the best we can by way of settlement or trial. And the insurance company or the person who caused the injury wants to get that car cheap, and we want as much as we can for it. The, those are the fundamentals of every kind of injury case. And because those are the fundamentals, I feel like everybody you know, should be able to understand the basics of what's going on in their case. So I'm definitely not one of these guys who says, well, I'm the lawyer, you listen to me, and uh, that's it. So I really make an effort to put out a lot of information for people so that they can get their questions answered. But obviously, every case is different. Every situation is different. So if you're in a situation and you're sweating it, you should talk to a lawyer about it because uh, personal injury law is really a minefield. There are all these little exceptions and deadlines and things. And pretty much every personal injury lawyer worth his salt gives a free consultation. So um you know, the information I give is that. it's informational, it's not legal advice. You need to talk to a lawyer if you're in a situation, and obviously i'm uh, I'm available. So the point of a podcast is literally, I just want another avenue to get a lot of this information out into the hands of people who need it. because uh, you know, I talk to a lot of people, and when they first start talking to me, they're a little bit nervous, you know, a lot of people who get hurt and they call a lawyer they've never talked to a lawyer before, and they're afraid, you know, is the lawyer going to try and trick me and charge me money to talk to me? Or, you know, is the lawyer going to be a jerk? Is he going to spend 30 seconds with me and then want to get off the phone and not really answer my questions? But uh, after people talk to me for a few minutes, they realize, no, there's, you know, not going to be any hidden charge, and I always give a free consultation, and I end up shooting the breeze half the time with my clients, even on stuff that's non-work related. So i You know, I want to get this information out to people so that they can feel comfortable talking to lawyers and and have an idea about how these processes work. And, um, you know, I plan on doing these podcasts pretty frequently, at least once a month, you know, hopefully more often than that, much quicker and easier to record a podcast than it is to shoot a video. I don't have to try to pretty myself up for a camera. I just set my podcasting equipment up and record. You know, the other good news is I am looking for a co-host, and I think I might have one, but if anybody who's listening to this is interested in co-hosting a podcast, um, give me a holler. Last thing I'll say as an as initial uh, statement is that if you have a legal question that you would like answered on the podcast, send me an email. Well, I guess you could call my office. My office number is 312-895-0545. Extension 8, and you can leave me a message or talk to me and give me your question, and I'll answer it during the podcast. Or alternatively, the other thing you can do, and this is probably easier, send me an email with your question. Um, In the subject line of the email, just put in podcast question, and send me an email to service at DeSalvoLaw.com, service as in at your service at DeSalvoLaw.com, and I'll sort through those emails and answer them. So, um, you know, I'm happy to be doing this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, in a in a minute here, we'll uh, we'll get going on answering a piece of mail, an email question I received from a guy named John in Chicago. So keep listening. <laughs> Okay. So welcome back. So here's John's question. Um Let me, where is it here? All right. I've got it. Um, I was recently in a car accident. I don't want to call a lawyer because I am not ready to hire one. What should I be looking out for? I don't want to do anything that will hurt my case. Well, thanks for the question, John. And You know, people who watch my YouTube channels, I've definitely got a bunch of videos on YouTube that talk about different kinds of cases, but I've boiled down personal injury cases into um, just a certain amount of things that you have to do or be mindful of in any kind of personal injury case. I guess I should start at the beginning. You know, there is a big division between a work injury or a worker's comp case and a personal injury case. So if you're injured on the job, Illinois law says you have to file a workers' comp case. And a workers' comp case means you've got to file it at the commission, and it's completely different rules. Um, we'll talk about workers' comp cases in a different uh, podcast, but today I want to focus on personal injury cases. Personal injury cases go to regular court with a judge and jury, and those are most of the kinds of cases I handle, although I do handle personal uh workers' comp as well. But w- with the PI cases, here's what you have to remember. A PI case, personal injury case, is any kind of injury caused by somebody else. So a personal injury case that we're about to talk about, it applies to a car accident, a nursing home injury, a medical malpractice case, a slip and fall, a fall on property, a um, you know, anything like that, any kind of injury that is the fault of of somebody else is considered a personal injury case. So here are some of the things that you need to do if you have had that sort of situation, car accident, any of that. And this is, you know, this is kind of directly in response to John's question. The first thing you have to do if you've had a personal injury is you've got to make a report. Now, if it's a car crash case, obviously that's a police report. But let's say you fall at Jewel or a grocery store or or at a restaurant. You need to report it, and you want to get some sort of written documentation. Why is that important? Because whether it's a police report or whether a report for a fall at a store – You want a piece of paper, some documentation that proves you were there, you fell, you reported it right away. That's important because these uh, insurance companies defend the cases sometimes on the basis of saying, hey, it never happened. You know, we, we don't ever have any record of that actually occurring. And then they go in front of a jury and say, hey, the accident never happened. This person's scamming for money. When, you know, clearly they're not. So always make a report. If, if it's a police report in a car crash case, fantastic. If it happens at, at a business, almost all businesses have incident reports or, you know, incident, uh, incident or occurrence reports. And so make sure that you report it to management and get one of those reports done, okay? The next thing you, you want to do, no matter what kind of personal injury case, is get witnesses. So same deal. Car crash. If there are some independent witnesses at the scene of the crash who can corroborate what happened, absolutely, you need those people. An independent witness in a case like that is like the gold standard. They're not asking for money. They're not related to you. They're just coming into court to say what they saw, and what they saw means the other guy caused the crash. That's fantastic. So one witness is great. Three or four witnesses are even better. And that goes for damages, too. Something I've been doing, you know, I spend a lot of time and money improving my skills as a trial lawyer, and, you know, it actually helps me settle cases, too. But what I do, uh, what I've started doing is I get damages witnesses for people. So, uh, you know, you could put your client up on the witness stand to say, hey, my back hurts really bad. But if you get, you know, three, four people who know the guy before he hurt his back and after, they can come in and sort of explain... The changes in the guy that you know that they see really has a lot of credibility. So witnesses are are fantastic. The uh, the next thing I would say is absolutely if you're in any pain after a crash after some sort of personal injury, absolutely you gotta go see a doctor. Even if you get better in a week without any further treatment, documenting the crash and then getting in and documenting that you're in pain immediately after the crash. Super important. I always tell people, like, you get one life and one body, right? One body. And there's no illness or disease or condition of ill that is that is better for you and better for your chances at a full recovery by delaying medical treatment. So go in and get checked out. If they need to give you an x-ray or an MRI or an examination, let them do it. Because There's two parts to this. The first is the most important one, and that's your health. If there's something wrong with you, let's get it checked out and let's get it addressed right away. And then, of course, the second part is the more documentation there is of an injury, the stronger your case is. So if you're hurt, see a doctor. Next, you got to make sure that you see a doctor who – so this is like one hand washes the other at this point. you got to make sure you see a doctor who takes your injury seriously. Uh, You know, I get calls from people who say, you know, I had a great relationship with my family doctor and I went to see him and I've been seeing him for about 90 days now. I've seen him 3 times and every time I come in and I tell him my back hurts ever since the car crash, he gets this look on his face and he just writes me a prescription and then doesn't even want to talk to me like he's mad at me. Well, you know, some doctors are really mad at lawyers because they're afraid of, you know, medical malpractice lawsuits. The problem is they're not doing you a favor. By not documenting what your complaints are in the medical records, because remember we talked about it a minute or two. If your if your injuries are not documented, it makes your case harder to prove. So even though you might have a great relationship with a doctor, you could have the best family doctor in the world. If that doctor is not documenting the injuries, you got a big problem, right? So um, make sure the doctor addresses it and. It, you know, gets you into treatment and is, is, you know, supportive of you if you're having pain. You don't want a doctor who ignores your pain or then doesn't document all your injuries. The shoe on the other foot, you know, the other side of the coin here is you got to follow the doctor's advice. If the doctor tells you go get an MRI, then you got to go get an MRI. If the doctor tells you to do therapy or take medicine or come back in a week, you got to follow the doctor's advice. Insurance companies love it when people don't follow the doctor's advice because it's a built-in defense. You know, you're going to be in front of a jury saying, yeah, my back is horrible. It's never the same. And then the defense is going to get up, call your own doctor as a witness and say, well, doctor, you ordered this. Isn't that true? Correct. Your patient didn't follow your advice, did they? No. Uh, God, if you were on a jury, would you want to give that injured person money? It's a tough one. So, Make sure you got a doc who, who takes your injury seriously and is concerned about your health and well-being. And then on the other side of it is you got to follow the doctor's advice. Finally, insurance companies love to get people when they are off balance, nervous, they're not feeling well, and they haven't gotten any legal advice. And they call them up and they either come to visit them live or they record the conversation over the telephone. Now, Let me just distinguish something here. Like every time you call an insurance company, you always get the operator who says, uh, you know, uh, or the recorded message that says, oh, you know, this call may be recorded for quality assurance purposes. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a recorded statement. So they're going to say, well, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, do you mind if we record the statement? Um, We're going to turn on the tape recorder now. It is... You know, June 21st uh, at 630, and my name is so-and-so insurance adjuster, and I'm speaking with John Smith. Mr. Smith, do I have your permission to record this? You know, it, it, it's a formal thing, and and they have to get your formal former uh, formal permission to record it. So what I'm going to tell you is, like, if they want to take a recorded statement from you, that is a great sign to you that you should not do it and that they're afraid of the value that your case might have. Do not give them a recorded statement. Say goodbye to them, hang up the phone, and call a lawyer for a free consultation. Because if they're taking the time and energy to take a recorded statement from you, believe me, they're not a news reporter. They don't just want the facts. They're going to ask you questions in a way to try and build a defense for themselves and hurt your case. So absolutely, if you're in that situation, they want a recorded statement, don't give them a recorded statement until... You have had a chance to talk to a lawyer. So, you know, look, these insurance companies are multi-billion dollar companies. And, you know, they've got lawyers on the payroll. They've got lawyers training these insurance adjusters how to interview you to get you to say things that hurt your case, how to build a case to defeat a, a claim for injuries. Don't you deserve the same right to an attorney? You do, but a lot of people are afraid to talk to a lawyer or they feel intimidated or They're afraid there's going to be a charge or, you know, something like that. Most lawyers, no consultation, strike, (laughs) no consultation. There's no consultation if you don't call the lawyer. But there's a free consultation, and lawyers are generally available. They don't charge you anything, and you get your questions answered. So probably the best advice is if you've been in any kind of personal injury, nursing home abuse or neglect, um, a fall, Medical malpractice, car crash, fall on property, fall at the grocery store, dog bite, whatever it is, you get injured through somebody else's fault, get a free consultation. And, you know, don't, if you get a consultation with a lawyer who acts a little bit like a jackass, let's face it, there are guys like that out there, gals like that out there. If you get a bad vibe off a lawyer, thank them for their time, hang up the phone. Talk to a lawyer who you're cool with. Uh, you, you know, you should be able to have like a realistic human conversation with a person, not feel like you're being interrogated by the person who's ultimately going to be representing you in the case. So, um, you know, that's that's basically my answer is, uh, you know, to distill down obviously everything I know in my almost 20 years of doing this into a short answer on uh, what to do. Uh, and, and what to be concerned with if you've been involved in a uh, personal injury uh, situation. It's hard to distill it down. But, you know, those things really are the key things that I've identified that are things you need to know in every sort of case. Um, you know, you can, you can again find me, you can find my website for more information. It's uh, www.desalvolaw.com. You can call me or email me if you have any questions. Obviously, I've got, you know, dozens and dozens of injury videos on YouTube if uh, you'd like to take a look at them before you give me a call. But um, I also want to mention, you know, in in wrapping up here, because I see we've gone for almost 20 minutes, but, uh, you know, hopefully when I get a, um, a co-host in here, it's not just going to be me sitting on the podcast talking to you. I... As passionate as I am about all this stuff, I know it gets boring. Um, you know, I'm very sensitive to the idea of, you know, lawyer jokes and lawyers are boring. I mean, God knows I could talk about this stuff all day every day and I do. I just don't want to bore you. So, hopefully I'll get an entertaining co-host. There'll be some back and forth. We'll talk about legal stories uh in the news and there'll be some more back and forth. Uh make the podcast more, uh, you know, interesting for you. And, you know, the the goal here is not just to entertain you and inform you, but to, to give you the information and, you know, give my listeners the information they need, but not to put them to sleep. And frankly, putting me in a room with a microphone in front of me as, as entertaining as I would like to think I am, I'm a lawyer, you know, so it's, you got that critical blind spot. So hopefully I can get my co-host in here pretty soon and we'll get some, uh, more interesting podcasts going for you. But hey, thanks for listening. Have a great week and take care. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318-318,